What's good? What's good, everybody? I'm Fran, and welcome to Fill Up With Fran. Thank you so much for joining me. I recognize that you could have been anywhere in the World Wide Web, but you decided to be here with me tonight on Wednesday to fill up again so that you could give from your abundance because that is the key on this journey to becoming the person who can make your wildest dreams come true, okay? We're not giving the dust. We're not running on fumes anymore, but we're going to fill ourselves up and we'll give from our overflow. So thank you so much for joining us. For joining me on this journey. I'm so excited to be here with you. Today we are going to talk about personalizing your pursuit to happiness. Okay, we're going to talk about the importance of personalizing your pursuit to happiness. All right, your happiness is a priority during your journey to becoming the person who can make your wildest dreams come true. All right, the person who can make your wildest dreams come true is a happy person. All right, but before I dig into that, y'all know I love to give y'all definitions. I want to define this thing. You know what's funny? While I was doing research about this topic of happiness, one thing that I realized is that nobody knows what happiness is. All right? No one knows what happiness is. The, the, the definitions that I, would look, I was looking for on the internet, surprisingly, like, they, it's a range of definitions. There's, there's definitions uh, for the for the field of uh, philosophy, religion, and psychology. Basically, nobody knows what happiness is for you but you. But I'll get back to that later. I'll get back to that later. So here's the one definition that I did settle on. Here's the one definition for happiness that I settled on, all right? Uh, the definition of happy, happiness. The term happiness is used in the context of mental or emotional states, including positive or pleasant emotions ranging from contentment to intense joy. It is also used in the context of life satisfaction, subjective well-being, and flourishing. All right? So I, I want to focus on it's a mental and emotional thing. All right? And it can range. It can be on a range between being content and having intense joy. All right. So there's a range to this happiness thing. But I want to I really want to narrow in on the thing that says that it is subjective. Subjective means your self-reported happiness. All right. So no one on the outside can tell you what your level of happiness is on the inside. All right. The only measure of happiness is what you say it is. Okay, so so in, in talking about the pursuit of happiness, you know, I'm thinking about the movie. I'm thinking about everyone talking about I just want to get happy for real. Release the song, release the song that said, because I'm happy. Glamour along if you feel I should have played that. Okay, everybody talks about this thing of being happy. And growing up, I would hear all the time that happiness is fleeting. But what I would say is that then that might not have been an actual state, a mental and emotional state of being content, having subjective well-being and flourishing. All right. So when you are happy, you flourish. When you are happy, you grow. OK, we cannot grow if we pretend that we are happy in a state that we're not in. OK, so your happiness is priority on your journey to making your wildest dreams come true. Happiness ignites gratitude, all right? Happiness will ignite gratitude in you, and gratitude is a magnet for all of the things that you want and desire in the universe, all right? So the, <clears throat> the easiest way to get to the things that you want isn't to kill yourself with this job and that job and running over here and running over there. The key to getting to the things that you really want in life is by being happy, all right? 
by being happy. Why? Because the more happy I am, the more gratitude I'll have. All right. Has anybody ever received something that was good, that you knew was good, that you self-reported as good, and then you were sad? No. Anytime we get something that we really want, it ignites happiness in us. And when we are happy, we're thankful. We're grateful. And that gratitude will draw unto us all of the things that we want. So what do I have to do to cultivate happiness in my life? All right. That's a great question. I'm glad that you asked. The first thing you must do now, y'all, I can really, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Let me take a pause. Let me take a station break right here. I could, I could go on and on about this topic. Okay. I could go on and on about this topic because I spent so much time pretending to be happy, pretending that I was happy by someone else's standards, by your system's standards, by societal standards. All right. So if I get a little excited, y'all just go with me. All right. Because I am happy. Truly. All right. I am truly happy at this point in my life. All right. So how do you get to, to, how do you get to a point where you can cultivate happiness in your life? So the first thing you must do is understand that happiness has to be personal to you. Okay. Your pursuit of happiness has to be personal to you. You have to spend time learning what actually makes you happy. All right. What actually makes you happy? You have to go stand in the mirror, look at the person who is being reflected back to you and say, what makes that person happy? All right. So and, and, and then you'll begin to do that. All right. And that's how you begin to cultivate happiness. All right. You have to spend time learning about what actually makes you happy and not just what you believe will make you happy based on the feedback that you're receiving from the world around you and from society around you. Okay. You cannot rely on your insecurities to be proper mechanisms for helping you determine what will make you happy. All right. Let me just take a pull over right here and say this, this, this note right here. When you allow your insecurities to guide what makes you happy, you will find yourself in a cycle of frustration. Okay. And disappointment because happiness and bliss has to be internal first. Okay. There is nothing outside of you that can make you happy. There are things, there are things outside of you that can support the happiness that you feel on the inside, but there is nothing extraneous of your person that can make you happy. It can support the happiness, but it cannot make you happy. There was a, a, a saying and I, oh man, the name of the author has escaped me, but I'll try to make sure I get it posted on my Instagram page. Uh, but there's an author that says, um, you, you, you will go without when you fail to go within. You fail, you, you go without when you fail to go within. All right. And what he's saying there is that everything, the same thing I affirm for you all every week, everything that you need for happiness, everything that you need for prosperity, for peace, for joy is inside of you. And when you fail to go within, you will go without. There it is. When you fail to go within, you'll go without. So you can Google that and look up who said that. Uh, but but that is a powerful principle. So when we're led by our insecurities, all right, when, when, when we are led by the things that we feel uh, less confidence in as a way of bolstering us up. Well, maybe if I fix this, if I wear my hair this way, if I wear this outfit, if I go to this school, if I get this degree, if I marry this person. 
Okay, then I'll be happy. But when you're led by those insecurities, you will only find yourself. I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking as a former person who used to be caught up in a cycle of frustration and disappointment. You will find yourself constantly frustrated and disappointed because disappointed because that is not the true source of happiness. Okay, the true source of happiness has to come from within you. All right. And so we don't want to be led by our insecurities. Okay, we don't want to be led by our insecurities to tell us what makes us happy. All right. Uh, um, so you so this idea of keeping up with the Joneses, pleasing our parents, meeting the social standards of acceptability. All right. Putting ourselves on the back burner. None of those things will ensure that you are happy. All right. Uh, when you fail to go within, you will go without. And why go without when everything that you need is within you? That's foolish. That's crazy. That doesn't make any logical sense. Why would I, if I know that I have everything on the inside of me to have peace and joy and bliss, why would I not go within? Honestly, we don't go within because we don't trust that we are our own fountain of peace and joy and youth and prosperity. We don't believe that. We believe because society has told us that those things exist outside of us. And they don't. We have to flip that paradigm. We have to flip that. And we have to understand that everything we need as far as happiness is concerned is within us. So you have to reconnect with yourself in order to know what things you need to pursue in order to truly bring happiness into your life. You can only define for yourself what happiness, well-being, satisfaction, intense joy is for you. No one else can do that. I read a book um, some years ago. It was actually about finances. And I mean, I, I picked up a couple things. It's called, I can teach you to be rich. Okay. Um, it, it's called, I can teach you to be rich. You can Google it. It's on Amazon. It's a cute little book, six weeks and, you know, to change your financial life and whatnot. And I read this book maybe in 2012 or so. And, um, I don't think the author at that time really realized that he could, the name of the book was, I can teach you to be rich because he was talking about financial principles, but he said something in there that has truly taught me how to be rich. He said, that you can have whatever you want, okay? You can have whatever you want as long as those things make you happy. So spend your money on the things that make you happy instead of spending your money on the things that other people think are signs that you are happy, all right? Okay, so he says, so a lot of people, especially, you know, us as millennials, we tend to spend a lot of money on 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 certain cars and going to certain schools and do, going on certain vacations or whatever, because we think that that is the picture that we need to put out to the world to prove that we are happy. All right. And so what we're doing is spending a whole bunch of money on stuff that's not really for us. It's for everybody else. All right. So financially, he was saying, spend your money on the things that make you happy. And I stopped for a second when I was reading that book and I said, wait a minute, I'm doing the same thing with my time. I'm spending my time working to make other people, other situations, organizations happy while neglecting my own happiness. Okay. So then I had the thought, well, oh my gosh, well, if everybody starts to think like this, it won't be enough. Well, let me help you with something since I've already been through it. Let me help you with this, my love. Let me help you with this beloved. All right. The fact of the matter is that the world is abundant. And beyond that, there is, there, is, there, is, there is nothing that you want that there is not enough of. All right? And guess what? Everybody doesn't want the same thing. 
Everybody does not want the same thing. Everybody don't want the car that you want. They don't want the, the man or woman that you want. They don't want the house that you want. Everybody doesn't want the same thing. So want what you want. Go after what you want. Pursue the happiness that's for you. Because the happiness is there in abundance as long as you go within to get it. As long as you go within to get it, you will have an abundance of happiness in your life. All right? Okay, let me move us on. Uh, so in my journey, I've come to, to understand that the reason that we were created, all right, the reason why God, spirit, the universe, the source uh, created us, this is what I believe. I'm not telling you what to believe or whatever, but, you know, I'll tell anybody my the doorway to my spirituality is through Christianity. All right. Uh, I'm not telling anyone else what to believe. I'm just telling you what I believe. I believe that we were created simply so that God, source, spirit, the universe could experience pure bliss, pure happiness expressed as me. Okay. And so sin is when I refuse to live into my happiness because I was created to be happy. I was created to be blissful. I was created to experience intense joy so that the universe, God, spirit could experience that manifest or expressed as Franceria. All right. He wants to or she wants to or it wants to experience bliss as joy, as Maya, as Amber, as Jennifer. OK, it wants to experience happiness through you but it cannot experience happiness through you if you refuse to lean into the things that bring you bliss okay you have to be willing to lean into the things that bring you bliss okay and by doing that you please God and when you please God okay you will see much more come your way because the universe always wants to be experiencing life through your lens. Okay? So think about that the next time that you want to give away uh, your bliss for the sake of someone else. That's not your job. Your only job as a human being on this earth, your only job is to be as happy as you can and live that life as expressively as you can. So that the universe can experience what that's like to be happy as Fran. Okay? To be happy as Kelly. To be happy as Bridget. Okay? To be happy as who you are. So for you to be happy as someone else is sin. It's missing the mark. It's missing the mark for you to be happy or to try to live happy as someone else or through someone else's experiences. Uh, to do anything other than this would be a waste of life. All right. So I'm a, I'm going to lay myself on the line. Here we go. I'm going to lay myself on the line. I spent this doing this for years, y'all. Dating men. All right. Out here talking about I wanted to date a man. Knowing good and damn well. All right. That that was not a source of my happiness. But I knew that it would make my mama happy. It would make my church happy. It would make my grandma them happy. It would make me happy on a level to make them happy. All right. So that secondary happiness it's also a tricky one. You know, when you can be happy when someone else is happy, that, that's secondary happiness and it's not good enough. All right? It has to be direct happiness. So I'm out here dating men, putting up with the bull, thinking that that's what I'm supposed to do, you know, so that I can have something in common with my homegirls. Yeah, these men trifling. 
You know what I'm saying? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. All right. And it wasn't until I got to a point where I said, you know what? This is not for me. All right. This is a very basic example, but this is not, this is not happiness for me. This is not happiness for me. And if, and, and on that fateful day, when my eyes close and I leave this life, I can't go back and say, but I made everybody else happy. The universe spirit, God wants to know what did you do? How did you go within yourself to manifest the happiness that I've already given you? All right. And so, you know, you have to be honest. So the first thing you have to do is you have to be honest with yourself and stop doing the shit you don't want to do. Period. Stop it. You have to be honest with yourself. And if it's secondary happiness, if the only reason why you're happy doing this thing is because it makes someone else happy, that is not true happiness. That is not bliss. Okay? That's not bliss. That's not good enough. Okay? You have to have direct happiness. All right? So be honest with yourself, yourself and stop doing the things that don't make you happy. All right? The second thing you have to do is spend time exploring and noting what actually makes you happy. Take yourself on some dates. All right. So that's what I started doing. I stopped. I stopped dating guys. I wasn't really ready to lean into, you know, I'm, I'm full of all the way out here gay. All right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I just needed to, you know, I needed to figure that out. So what I started doing was dating myself. I'm not saying that's what you have to do. I'm just saying that's what I did. I started going for bike rides and then I realized, oh, that hurt. This cushion ain't big enough. I got a lot of, I got a lot of wagon I'm dragging. This, this is bike riding ain't quite it, but I tried it. All right. Uh, uh, um, I tried, I tried playing video games. I tried a whole lot of things to figure out what supports the happiness that's already inside of me. Okay. I started exploring a lot of options, a lot of things that I could try you know, to support the happiness that existed inside of me. So, so the second thing that you need to do is explore and figure out what actually makes you happy. What actually makes you want to wake up in the morning and have joy in your heart that brings you intense joy, that brings you satisfaction. All right. So it's important that you take time to explore that. Okay. And then the third thing you need to do is release the guilt Due to the happiness that you experience. Okay. And this might not be everybody. Because I already know a couple people who, who are in the room tonight. Like I don't have that problem. But for those of us. Those that are like similar to me. Okay. I, I, I felt guilty for being happy. You have to release that. You have to release guilt. For being happy. Okay. It's almost like a type of survivor's remorse. Especially for us. As African-American and people of color, we tend to feel this remorse, this, this survivor's remorse because we made it out or we're not in this particular situation anymore. And we feel guilty for the happiness. Let me tell you something. You don't owe anyone on this earth anything but to love them. That's the only thing you owe anyone on this earth. That's it. It's to love them. And you can love them while they're in their pain, while you stand securely in your happiness. Okay. Uh, let's see. What if secondary happiness pays the bills? Girl, listen. I, I, I need more context to that. Because I don't want to get into somebody. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to meddle. So if you could give me a little more context to that. What if secondary ha happiness pays the bills? 
So you want to get rid of this guilt behind being happy. There's no, there's no reason to feel guilt because you're happy. Okay. Lean into that happiness. All right. So the pursuit of happiness, you have to personalize it. All right. Your pursuit of happiness will not look like anyone else's because you are not like anyone else. All right. Your, your journey to the things that make you happy and support uh, the happiness that exists inside of you will not look like anyone else's. And that is okay. And you have to release the guilt that might be associated with your journey looking differently from theirs. All right. I don't really understand the concept of, of, of secondary happiness paying the bills. Give me, give me a story. I done told y'all all my business. You can tell me something. You can give me a little, little more context for that. Uh, I'd be, I'd be glad to give you my opinion. Uh, if it's your career, but you realize it doesn't make you that happy. Ooh, okay. Thank you for that. Okay. So we have a question and the question says, what if your secondary happiness pays the bills? All right. Well then I would say to you, as long as the, uh, as long as you can acknowledge that that is not true happiness. All right. You should indeed stop calling that happiness and you should call that survival because that's what it is. You're surviving. You're using different means in order to survive. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a part of happiness that moves from contentment. Remember, happiness is a range. Happiness says that you can be content. And it sounds like that is contentment. I'm content to have my bills paid. I'm content to go to this job and give them my time. I'm content to come in and do this and that for them because it is an exchange. And I can be content with this exchange. So even in that, you can have happiness and contentment, but you want to make sure that you move along the spectrum of happiness. All right. As long as you can acknowledge that there's some secondary happen happiness that's happening over here through this job or through this mean of, of survival or whatever. But I want to move from being content. Okay. Content is great because I can be, I can have gratitude in being content because it could be worse, right? You could not have a job, right? And we don't want to go that way. So we're content with this job, but we also know that there is room for growth and I can grow from contentment all the way up to intense joy. I want to go from contentment all the way up to intense joy. All right. And so there, there's, there's uh, one scripture. I'm just going to get y'all one scripture. All right. That says in all things, I've learned to be content. Whether I'm hot or I'm cold, whether I'm inside or outside, whether it's summer or fall, whether I'm fed or not fed, in all things I've learned to be content. That's peace. That no matter what I'm given, I can be content with it and that I can find a place of gratitude. But remember what I said gratitude is. Gratitude is a magnet for more of what you want from the universe. And so in this way, you cannot lose. You can't lose. You cannot lose with the stuff that you use. If the stuff that you use is gratitude. Ooh, bars. Bars. Now, I don't know what I said. I'm going to have to watch that back. All right. You cannot lose with the stuff that you use, especially if the stuff that you use is built on gratitude. Gratitude is the magnet. It is the signal to the universe that I'm ready for some more. When Imani wants more food and her plate is empty and she says, I want more, please. When I look at that empty plate and I say, well, wow, she enjoyed that. I'm more prone to go get her some more. All right. And it's the same way with the universe. When we say more, please. Thank you so much. This was so great. It's a magnet. It's a signal to the universe to say I'm ready, willing and capable to handle more of what you have for me.
Okay. Remember that your only job on the face of the planet as a human being is one to love other people and two to be the expression of happiness and joy for the universe, for them to experience happiness and joy as Brittany. Hey, Brittany, welcome. All right. So that's all I have for you this week. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining. Remember, if you haven't already signed up for the 12-minute leap, uh, you can do that on my Instagram page. Um, you can uh, visit our uh, YouTube page on some gay shit, the vlog. It is hilarious. It's funny. And it is black love and all of its glory. So make sure you go check that out on YouTube on some gay shit with Kelly and Fran. Don't forget that on August 31st, we'll be launching the second annual a uh, 16 week leap so make sure uh you check out our instagram page and get ready to join in the second annual 16 week leap there's always room to transform what you do for your career into something you love working on doing this now don't get caught up in how you're supposed to do this with your career absolutely the door will open to you all you have to do is be grateful the door will open to you. All you have to do is be grateful and doors will fly open to you. And then you get to use discernment because we talked about discernment a few weeks ago. Then you will get to use discernment to choose not the, not a good door, but the best door. OK, not a great door, but an excellent door. All right. So because you have the universe will lay in front of you options that are all good. But with the spirit of discernment, with the skill of discernment. You can navigate yourself to the optimal door for you as you pursue your happiness. Come on now. Gratitude is a magnet to the universe that says I'm ready for more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we went a few minutes over this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Please make sure you tell a friend to bring a friend. I'll be here next week. Same time, same place. Every Wednesday night. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be right here sharing one idea, one concept with you that can help you go from idea to launch and 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 before i let you go i would be remiss uh to not remind you if no one else has told you before that you are whole that you are perfect and you are complete and everything that you need to make your wildest dreams come true is already on the inside of you okay it's already on the inside of you and when you fail to go within you'll go without and there's no reason to go without there is no lack there is no scarcity there's only abundance this when you lean into the power of who you truly are so make sure you go within this week that's the challenge make sure you go within this week anytime when you see lack make sure you go within because the source of all good things lives on the inside of you all right y'all have a great week i love y'all stay good stay healthy stay safe until the next time peace everybody